Anonymous was knocking on my door, and an anonymous call had been made alleging that I had been using illegal drugs while I was pregnant. Evidently, the call had come in before I gave birth, and a meconium test had been performed on my baby, coming back positive for amphetamine, methamphetamine. Over the next few months, I took several drug tests, sometimes coming back negative and sometimes coming back positive, um, but only for substances that I had a valid prescription for. I take um, Adipex. I've had weight loss surgery prior to getting pregnant, and I've been on it since. Another call, and it is Jamie from Texas. Jamie, are you there? I'm here. Hi. Do you have a story to tell or a question to ask? Um, I've got a little bit of both. I kind of just wrote down a little paragraph so I didn't get off. You know. Perfect. Go ahead and start. Okay. Um, I had a baby in March of last year. Uh, a few weeks after we got home. CPS was knocking on my door, and an anonymous call had been made alleging that I had been using illegal drugs while I was pregnant. Evidently, the call had come in before I gave birth, and a meconium test had been performed on my baby, coming back positive for amphetamine, methamphetamine. Over the next few months, I took several drug tests, sometimes coming back negative and sometimes coming back positive, um, but only for substances that I had a valid prescription for. I take um, Adipex. I had weight loss surgery prior to getting pregnant, and I've been... Uh, since we ordered an ISMA test, and from what I've been told, the results have never come in. But um, I've, they did a couple of verifiable results. So I was then asked to sign a safety plan under the threat of removal. I was forced to move out of the home. I shared with my mom and sister she would have three of my children to stay at home under their supervision. And I believe two months after that, my mom was forced to move. It was unexpected and sudden, and they moved into another house in the same town over the course of a weekend. First thing was on Monday morning, I called my caseworker and informed her of the move, giving her the new address. Um, the following Friday, she called to inform me that she was doing an emergency removal of my child because we'd broken the safety plan. I was told that I had to bring my baby to her immediately or they would be putting out an Amber Alert. It's been three months since, and they, it's been three months since, and I've only been allowed to have three face-to-face visits. I'm usually only given one hour a week visits for numerous different reasons. I've been begging to them to have my child moved, but although the home studies have been completed, she is still in the home with the same foster to adopt woman that they took her to the same day of her removal. My court-appointed attorney will not return my phone calls, and on the two or three occasions I have spoken to him, he shows up all my questions and concerns. Then last week, they claimed that I failed a drug test. I've been taking them weekly and passing, so I'm confused as to why this one was any different, but I was told by my caseworker that they're setting up I'm not telling me what the hearing is for, but I'm guessing it's to suspend my visitation rights. And what I need to know is, because I can't get the answers from my attorney, is if I can file, can I file motions myself? You know, I'm licensed in California and not in Texas, but I wouldn't try to do something by yourself. Maybe you should talk to your attorney via email so it would be recorded. Or maybe you should ask the judge for a new court-appointed attorney. Or, if you can, hire a private attorney that can come in and uh, help you with your case. 
Uh, when I we've tried to, I tried to discuss discovery and all that stuff with him because I want to see the, you know, I want to see everything that they have, and he just, you know, kind of acts like it's irrelevant. Well, I'm not, you know, but it's. I've been kind of trying to do the work myself, and I know you say not to do that because I listen all the time, but it doesn't feel like it's going anywhere. And but it's especially with the trying to force the, you know, the placement with family because they've done the home studies, and. I, you know, I got all the paperwork off the internet myself and have been trying to tie them up, but I don't know, I mean, if it's not smart to do it, then I won't do it. You know, are you able um, at all to uh, find a private attorney to help you? Yeah, I've, 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 we've, we've been looking. I mean, um, yeah, that is the possibility. Um, it, it's the, the money is the question, you know. Right. You know, it, right. And the money is always a stumbling block, but sometimes you'll find an attorney, you know, that will just decide to help you and, and not charge you anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Right? That's how Cynthia and I met. <laughs> okay. She well, talked so make to sure you go on the website, our new website, and input your information, because that's part of what we're doing is helping find attorneys in those areas that are highly needed. That's the place to find right? That is it. Okay, good deal. Y'all are doing great work, by the way. Well, thank you very much. You know, call us in, you know, a couple of weeks or, you know, two or three weeks and give us an update on what's going on with your case. You know, okay. I... Now, when I talk, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to let you go ahead. I, you know, I hate to hear when people tell me that they try to do their case by themselves. Because that's, a, that, that's like you, you know, going to do your own open-heart surgery. Yes, it is. is that, yes. Now, been, have people ever represented themselves successfully? Yes, they have. But, it, you know, the numbers are so small. you got to play the odds, and the odds are you got to get a good attorney. Okay? Okay. All right, and hopefully, you know, the CPS Rolodex will fill up with people um, you know, that will be talked to and vetted and, you know, in your state that can help you in your state or in your county, okay? Right, if I can't do that by Tuesday, whenever... Tuesday's your trial? Uh, no, 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 but she's only been, she's only been about three months ago, so we've got that in mind, but, I mean, what they're doing, I think it's trying to suspend my visitation. We can might appeal that and ask for a delivery at that point. Can you know, any of the hearings? You know, I, I would just be guessing, you know, because I'm not a Texas guy. Yeah. Right? That's why I'm telling you, find an attorney. Okay. I got you. Okay. Yeah. And, and don't forget, if your attorney is not going to help you, give him or her one more chance to help you. Ask for a new attorney, you know, from the judge, if you can do that. I don't know if you can do that in your state. But try to find a private attorney that can help you. Well, thank you for calling and thank you for listening. We hope to hear an update from you in two or three weeks, okay? All right. I'll let you know. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. You know, Cynthia, um, I hear a lot of times that, you know, money is the stumbling block, okay? Tell me... Yes. Tell me the mindset you had when you were looking for an attorney and you knew you couldn't pay for it. 
it didn't matter to me. I was whether looking for wisdom and direction. Uh, I was going to. I was going to find help. I was determined. I have that type of personality also, though, where I'm not a person who lets anything get in my way. I'm a go-getter, so I was going to go get me and attorney to take my case and get my kids back. You know, I spoke to somebody uh, a few days ago, and um, they told me that in their state um, that the attorneys were too expensive, and I asked the person how many attorneys they had spoken to. You know what she told me? Right. She told me zero. But that she had so just... She, know? she had learned this information from people on social media. She had not you know, the, tried herself. I had a, there's a problem with social media. A big problem with social media is a lot of people are giving their opinions, uh, whether they have met attorneys or not, and they sit on there and they say, do not go to this person, do not go to this person. You know, instead of just listening to these people, do your own work. I can sit here and badmouth um, anybody I want, never have met, you know, met them before, and give them a reputation. The problem is, is if you have not gone to that person and spoke, you know, um, speak to them yourself, you're not going to know. Do your footwork. Call. Meet with these people. Find out for yourself. Get a feel for them. You can take in other people's reviews, but remember, a lot of people are only going to speak the bad and not the good. You know, I uh, you, you might be too young for this, Cynthia, but there used to be a famous a famous televo- uh, television commercial and radio commercial by um, the Yellow Pages, and it always and it said, "Let your fingers do the walking." Right. Mm-hmm. You know, call, 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 call and talk to people. Yes, it's going to take a long time. But anything that's worthwhile is going to take a long time. You know, I, I have a new client and I ask her to give me a list of 25 friends and relatives that could take her children so that the kids can get out of foster care. She called me back. Right. She called me back the same day and said, Mr. Davis, this is going to take a long time. I said, I know, I told you it's going to take you two or three hours, but you got to do it. I can't do it for you. I don't know your friends. I don't know your relatives. You're going to have to do it. And it was like, oh, my God, I have to work to try to win my case. Yes, you have to work. Attorneys don't have, you know, wands and just they just wave them and things happen. You have to help right. your attorney. So if your attorney yeah, asks you to do something, do it. Before we take our break, I wanted to say, I didn't just call these attorneys. I actually sat in meetings in front of them face to face. And I wasn't even told about the money until much later in our meeting. But the first thing, because most attorneys will give a free consultation. They want to see what your case looks like first. And I have to tell you, the issue that came back most with my case was my case was too complicated. So most of the attorneys weren't even interested. So for me, it wasn't the money issue with them. I mean, the money was an issue for me, but I'm saying for them, they didn't want to take my case because of how complex it was. But when you took my case, as you just said, I had to do a ton of work. 
not only did I also have to prepare that list of 25 people, but you had me create a folder for every attorney, and there were seven plus the judge in my courtroom, a folder of a complete notebook with a table of contents and dividers, pictures, um, declarations of people, statements, character witnesses, you name it. And I did it, and it took days, but it got it done because what was my goal? Getting my children home. And that's what people need to focus on. And one thing you told me that I will never forget, stop worrying about what has been done, what they've said about you, and what you think you need to prove. Let's just worry about getting your kids home now. I remember those. I remember that meeting. Hey, we have to take a break now. This is The Secret, How to Fight Child Protective Services and When. We'll be back after these messages. 